Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I tell you, when it comes to collections, it's hard to beat this man, Alan Harper, in Newton Abbey. For 40 years, has been dedicating his time to collecting, cataloguing and preserving artefacts, documents and memorabilia relating to the Fire Brigade here in Northern Ireland, across the UK and also down south. He's on the line. Alan, good morning. Good morning, Frank. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm very well, Alan. So impressed by what you've been doing. Ex- explain it to us. Yeah, well, basically it all started uh, when I was roughly about 11 years of age, so we're going back to 1981. And um, I don't know where they started, because with no relations or anything like that uh, in the fire service, but I just sort of had this interest. Um, There was a few, I always remember, there was sort of a few fires around where I lived, and I don't know whether it was just a... It's all stemmed from that, but one of the things that, probably one of the biggest things that sort of spurred it on was, uh, that was also back in 1981, uh, it was the 5th of March when the uh, fire bombs exploded in Glen Gormley, and a few, four or five shots in Glen Gormley, and uh, I remember, I could see it actually from my bedroom window, and, you know, I think it just went from there, and uh, I was very unfortunate enough uh, through my dad, he knew uh, one of the Dayton firemen uh, in Glen Gormley. Uh, his name was Christy Porter. So, obviously, my dad had a wee word with him, and lo and behold, one Thursday night, uh, Christy took me down to Glen Gormley Fire Station, which was uh, their drill night. And uh, basically, I never looked back. You know, that's where it all started. And, you know, I kept going down to the station all the time, and I still do. 40 odd years later and um, you know just the interest really started then Um, then I started obviously just gathering together maybe news cuttings and photographs and stuff like that Um, you know at 11 years of age you know you don't have a a lot of money to spend on bits and pieces Uh, but just over the years then it just sort of amassed uh, you know, people giving me stuff and buying me the odds and ends, you know, for, for birthdays and Christmas and stuff. So what sort of stuff do you have beyond newspaper clippings and probably toy fire engines? Six and a half thousand items. What what would the items be that you really appreciate as reflecting the fire service on these islands? Yeah, I would say probably the... Obviously, yes, you know, the news reports... Um, uh, photographs, videos, uh, all those sort of stuff, which actually preserve the history. Um, I've a 
few books as well uh, that sort of relate to history. Um, I've actually helped to write a couple uh, myself in the past. Um, probably the most important things are actually the, the cataloging and the display of the uniforms uh, and equipment that have been used over the years. Um, and do, you, do you have hats and badges and boots, yeah. uh, items like that, tangible items that people can go to your facility and, and, and look at them? Uh, yep, everything from bits, tunics, uh, leggings, helmets, hoses, uh, what else, you know, like branches, you know. Um, do you have fire buckets and axes? Oh, I, yep. Everything, anything, and everything you can think of. It's a, uh, where do you where do you keep it all? Well, I'm, I'm very fortunate. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Steve McGowan, he has a business in Whitehead, and I've actually uh, have one of his upstairs rooms. Uh, it's pretty pretty big room, which is where I have all the display set up, and uh, he sort of does a lot of things for me as well. He's actually in the fire service now. So um, me and him have sort of joined ranks. I do all the collecting and he supplies the uh, the location, shall we say. So besides him, you know, I wouldn't actually have anywhere to display it as such. But uh, that's where it is at the moment. And, and can, can people see it, Alan, or do they have to possibly go online and see pictures of it? But can they can they actually go and physically stand and look at it? Yeah, obviously, um, because of, you know, being his business place, uh, you know, we can't really entertain people during the week. So it's mostly weekends now I've had, uh, two open days so far. But they have been mostly related to, you know, ex-personnel uh, who have come along and they can meet up with all their other colleagues that they haven't seen for years and have a wee chat and a look around. But uh, <clears throat> actually this year, hopefully around the summertime, maybe June, uh, we're going to have an actual first open open day, as I would call it, where the public can come along as well uh, to let them see what's you know, what there is there. It's such a great idea and it's also a tribute to the bravery of the people in the fire service who have literally saved lives for generations. Exactly. Exactly, Frank, that's it, you know, and I think for me too, you know, the other most important aspect of it is that the name of it is the Christie Fire Museum because, you know, I've dedicated to the memory of Christie Porter who first took me to the station and uh, unfortunately he's no longer with us but, you know, without him I would never have been interested as much I would never have had the collection I've had I would probably never even have served in the fire service myself uh, you know, so a lot of it is down to him How many years did you do yourself? Uh, ten. <clears throat> ten years, Frank. Um, I was in the actual control room, so we, you know, we get all the emergency calls coming in. Now, that must have been, for someone as interested in it, you, you must have enjoyed going to work every day, no matter how pressurised it would be. You must have looked forward to going to it. Oh, yes, yeah. It's, it was, to me, you know, a lot of people sort of, and that's a, not only the control room, but the firefighters, a lot of them are just, they love the job so much, you know, they don't think of anything, you, you know. I'm not saying you don't think of the, you know, the pay and stuff like that, but, you know, when you when you look forward to something and enjoy doing it, and you enjoy helping people, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know, you would do it regardless. And, um, you know, I do, I do much it like, but, 
you know, obviously times march on, but now that's uh, I'm not in it now. I'll have the sort of more time now to dedicate to the museum and do my research. So. You know, it's, it's quite important. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. And it, 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 it's just a credit to you that you've recognised the work that's been done uh, down through the years, Alan. And you are technically the curator of the Christie Fire Museum. If people did want to, to find out more, can they, can they go online? Is there, can, they, can they look it up? Can they see pictures? Well, yeah, we have um, a website, uh, which is just uh, www on scenei.co.uk um, and there's also a Facebook page for On Scene NI and for the Christie Fire Museum and we also have a YouTube channel which is also On Scene NI uh, so people can you know have we look and see videos and photographs and everything else that sort of pertains to the, the museum and also to the fire service in general uh, because you know, still do a lot of uh, up-to-date stuff, uh, you know, photographs and visit stations and stuff. So you know, you're you're getting the old and the new. So it's a it's a good good wee mix uh, of everything. So you know, anybody's more than welcome to have that. We look and see. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Alan, uh, thank you for uh, the guided the guided tour. Uh, Alan Harper. See, I, I say we, we ask for someone who's got a collection, and the Hendon Museum would love that, but uh, I have a feeling it's going to be staying in, in this neck of the woods. But um, a prime example of what we're talking about, a person who's dedicated their time to collecting memorabilia, to pay tribute, indeed, to the memory of a service that's been in existence for many generations and that is going to continue to be there, obviously saving lives forever and a day. Uh, Alan, thank you very, very much indeed. Alan Harper, the curator of the Christie Fire Museum, uh, called after the man who introduced him to the fire station in the first place, uh, the late Christie Porter, who was a fireman at Glen Gormley Fire Station. Listen, if you can tell us a, a similar story, feel free. 02890 treble 3105.